Here's a thought I'll title, Defining Your Personal Standard of Excellence. I suppose we would all like to think that there is some sort of objective standard of photographic excellence, but I'm not sure there is. Part of the reason I think this way is because everybody I know has a different way of approaching photography. I know photographers who think their work is excellent, and I look at it and think it's not very good. And I know even more photographers who are very shy and reticent about showing their work, and when I look at it, I think it's fantastic. What is all that about? I think it's an indication that there is no such thing as a perfectly objective, neutral, emotionless standard that tells us whether a photograph is good or bad. And that's a big deal for those of us who are making photographs because obviously I don't think any of us want to make a bad photograph. So we have to have some criteria about what we think is a good photograph. That is to say, what is our personal standard of excellence for judging a photograph? For example, I know there are many, many photographers, or I can think, for example, of the Magnum photographers, or Sebastio Salgado is maybe a terrific example of that, who are perfectly comfortable with great big globules of film grain in their images. To them, that's perfectly acceptable. I've never liked that aesthetic. To me, it makes the photograph look artificially mechanical, and I want my photographs to be as close as I can to human eyesight. Well, I'll have more to say about that in just a minute because maybe not all photographs, but in general, my standard of excellence is to have a grainless image. And I know that's not a universal standard of judging a photograph, but it's part of my standard. Most of the time, I like, particularly my landscapes, to be tack sharp, from foreground to background, from left to right. Maybe that has to do with my view camera days and my training as a view camera photographer, or maybe it's the inverse. Maybe I chose a view camera because it allowed me to create those kinds of images. And even today in the digital world, without tilts and swings, those are still two of my primary criteria. I want a sharp photograph most of the time, not always, but most of the time, And I prefer one that has no noise or very little noise or the functional equivalent in analog photography, film grain. That's the way I feel about photography. But I know not everybody does. What counts, I think, is that we each need to know what our standards are. Not just as some nebulous set of characteristics that we tend to create without consciously thinking about them, Instead, I think it's important that we not only think about them, but we specify them. Which brings me to the other sticky issue, which is sometimes those standards need to be varied based on the project that we're doing. I have some projects where I don't want anything in focus, and some projects where I really prefer a little bit of grain or a little bit of coarseness. In order to accept those different sort of characteristics into what is my normal way of thinking about photography, I have to make that as a conscious decision. Well, a conscious decision means that I have to know what my standards are and know that my standards include the possibility of doing something that's not standard, of, in essence, having the flexibility 
to override my norms. So I'll propose an exercise just to clarify the thinking. Can you write down, oh, I'll just pick a number at random, 10 characteristics of a photograph that you think make it a great photograph? That is to say, can you identify specifically the standards that you think are the high watermark of producing a photograph that you would be proud of? And then, conversely, can you envision ways in which you would break those standards in order to create something that's new and different? That is to say, we want to have conscious standards that allow us to think clearly and specifically about our photographs, but we don't want them to be inflexible, or they bind us and they trap us, and those standards can become limitations that get in the way of our free expression of our creative impulses. I guess what I'm proposing is it's better to know your standards and know when to break them than it is to not know what your standards are and to feel trapped by them, even though you can't identify them on a conscious level. In other words, knowing your standards is a good thing, even if you don't always stick by them. Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.